Canada curious? This is the Yes We Canada podcast, the progressive's guide to getting the fuck out. On this episode, Alberta. Hello, bonjour. I'm Matt Zimbel in Montreal. On the podcast today, we continue our mission to find you a place to live in Canada. That is, of course, once you decide to love it and leave it. Today, we're going to introduce you to Alberta. Alberta is I think it would be fair to ask why today's show is about Alberta. For the last few episodes, we've been out east talking New Brunswick, Prince Edward Island in Nova Scotia, Newfoundland and Labrador... And then all of a sudden, we head west, skip four provinces, and end up in Alberta? That makes no sense. Except, Alberta is a super fun place to talk about. And since I'm boss of the podcast, I do what I want, and you, you can download a map and start to study a little harder for your citizenship test. Now, just as she's done for the past 23 previous episodes of Yes We Canada, our announcer, the extremely talented Toronto-based voice actor Lisa Evans, concludes her weekly welcome with this tagline. The Progressive's Guide to Getting the Fuck Out. Well, that line was written during the administration of your child idiot president, Donald J. I'm a very stable genius. But now our American progressives have Joe Biden in the People's House, And he's on a bit of a progressive tear himself, much to all of our collective surprises. Let's face it, the man is doing crazy batshit stuff. He's going full Soviet on us, like making sure that Americans have health care during a pandemic. And ensuring that children get meals before they go to school. And now he wants to make sure that black people are allowed to have water while waiting for hours online to cast their votes in Georgia. Can you believe this? Outrageous. Left-wing cancel culture. Plus, he's going to waste your hard-earned money fixing your crumbling roads and bridges. Please. My boy Moscow Mitch McConnell calls it the radical left agenda. But it has given us pause here at YWC. You see, we built this podcast for progressives who wanted to immigrate to Canada. Why would a progressive want to leave America now? The candy store is open. So we decided to rebrand the show. Stand by to cue Lisa and cue announce. This is the Yes We Canada podcast. The Redneck's Guide to Getting the Fuck Out. Yahoo, some bitch! Trump 2024! Lock her up. Lock her up. Ooh, I I may have triggered something there. For this episode only, we're going to address American conservatives, the Republicans, and we're going to tell them why they might consider moving to Alberta. (laughs) Alberta is in Western Canada, and it's where the three C's rule, crude, cattle, and conservatism, or the three B's, bitumen, beef, and bullshit. Basically, Alberta is like your Texas with a dash of gun control, free health care, and no sales tax. Compared to your Trumpy QAnon batshit brothers and sisters, our Alberta conservatives are much more like Dwight Eisenhower, 
You remember Dwight, right? Number 34, I like Ike. Well, Alberta conservatives, they like small government, big oil, and they don't like Trudeau's colorful girly boy socks. Every once in a while, they get super pissed at some far-left libtard proposal and they start screaming about wanting to separate from Canada, just like Texas sometimes wants to separate from the United States. Although I believe that down there you call it secede. If at first you don't secede, try, try a gun. Or something like that. Alberta conservatives tend to be traditionalists, but they're not like rabid social conservative fundamentalists like you guys. The remarkable singer Katie Lang started out singing country, and she was the pride of Edmonton, Alberta. And then she came out as a lesbian. Albertans were like, yeah, cool, no problem. We love you, Kathy Don. But then she came out as a vegetarian, and that shit went south and quick. Do whatever you want in your bedroom, girl but back off the beef. Hi, I'm Katie Lang and this is Lulu. We're with the People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals. We all love animals, but why do we call some pets and some dinner? If you knew how meat was made, you'd lose your lunch. I know, I'm from cattle country and that's why I became a vegetarian. We're gonna put politics on pause just for a second because I have to let you know that Alberta is freaking beautiful. The Rockies are just breathtaking. They have Banff National Park where elks just mosey down the main street of Banff. How you doing? Hey, tourist, how you doing? I'm just a moseying elk taking my time. Don't mind me. The mountains are majestic and it's a rite of passage for Canadian young people from coast to coast to coast to go to Banff for the summer and labor in the big resort hotels during the day and party their faces off at night making Banff the herpes capital of Canada. Well, I don't think that's going to be on your citizenship test, but it's probably a good thing for you to know if the citizenship judge starts firing impromptu questions your way before asking you to raise your right hand and say some nice shit about the Queen. Herpes, Your Honor? Welcome to Canada. Great answer, son. Edmonton, Alberta's capital city, has a few nicknames. Deadmonton, for one, which speaks to the level of civic excitement. Edmonton's other nickname is Redmonton, because if Alberta is our Texas, then Edmonton is your Austin. You know how y'all put your commies in what you call Hippie Haven, a.k.a. Austin? Well, Edmonton is where we put our lefties, Marksville Street at the corner of Mowtown and Lennon Crescent. Calgary and Edmonton are the two largest cities in Alberta. They're a good three-hour drive apart, and of course, they're very competitive. In fact, their competitive streak has even a proper name. It's called the Battle of Alberta. Hockey, football, politics, food, you name it, they're always fighting about it. Calgary is more like Houston, without the hip-hop. Lots of petrol companies. And the good thing about that is, if you're a Republican and you're moving to Calgary to start your new multinational, there is a shit ton of really nice, cheap office space available since the oil market tank. The mayor of Calgary is a Muslim. His name is Nahid Nenshi, and he arrived in Canada in his mama's belly when she immigrated from Tanzania. He's the first Muslim mayor of a major North American city. He's also the first Canadian mayor 
to win the World Mayor Prize in London in 2014. His is a pretty remarkable story because he's quite a progressive mayor and he's in his third term with huge approval ratings in a very conservative city. Now, I know you don't come to Yes We Canada for breaking news, but we got some. Nancy announced this week that he's not going to serve a fourth term. <gasps> this big news was announced on Wednesday. We record on Fridays. We post on Tuesdays. So by the time you hear this, our breaking news is a vintage six days old. It's more like live history at that point. But as an American, I know that you pay attention to no one but yourselves. So I'm sure this bit of breaking news would be exciting if you cared about anyone else which you don't. To my conservative friends thinking about immigrating to Alberta, you'll be happy to know that Mayor Nenshi is moving on because he's really not your kind of guy. He's all about equity and justice, a guy who does not heal to the corporate interests. He was the Grand Marshal of the Calgary Pride Parade, first mayor in Calgary ever to do that. But you know, he was also a supporter of the Keystone XL pipeline. So, it would sicken him to hear me say this, but he does have some right-wing cred. A fun fact about Alberta for my Republican conservative friends is that until 2015, it was kind of like a one-party system. The conservative party was in power uninterrupted for 44 years, the longest-serving democratically elected party in history. Can you imagine doing anything uninterrupted for 44 years? I'm talking to you, Vlad Putin. And before the Conservatives were in power, the right-wing Social Credit Party controlled the joint for 36 years in a row, for a total of 80 years of uninterrupted right-wing rule. Buddy, this is your kind of place, Republican heaven on earth. Your seat at the Calgary Rotary Club awaits. But as the Conservative Party remained in power for decades, can I get some scary music in here, Chris? Great, thanks. They began to lose sight of the little people. And then the little people threw the bums out. And in one of the most stunning reversals in Canadian political history, Albertans elected a woman from the leftist New Democratic Party. <gasps> Which would be like Bernie Sanders winning the governorship of Alabama if he was named Bernice Sanders and was more of a leftist. For both my right-wing listeners, allow me to comfort you. The leftist woman has since been defeated. Though now the leftist woman sits as the leader of the loyal opposition. Her name is Rachel Notley. She was a lawyer who took her party from four seats to 54 seats and formed the government and ended the 80-year reign of Alberta conservatism. Now, I'm always a sucker for that moment when a politician who has overcome great odds is making their victory speech and they look skyward to thank a departed parent who never had the opportunity to see them grab this incredible prize. Of course, I think of Obama, who lost his grandma, Toot, who raised him just two days before he was elected the first black president of the United States. Well, for Rachel Notley, the moment she turned Alberta orange, oh yeah, that's the color of the leftist NDP party. And whenever the NDP has a landslide in Canada, it's called 
the orange crush. But when Rachel had her orange crush, it must have been deeply emotional. You see, her dad, Grant Notley, was the leader of the New Democratic Party in Alberta until he died in a plane crash in 1984. And after decades of one-party rule, let's face it, for the leader of the NDP, was there really any realistic hope of ever forming a government? Nah. Yet, she did it. Papa would have been some proud. Oh yeah, and just so you know where Rachel got her pluck, her mama was one of you guys, born in Massachusetts. Alas, in the 2019 election, the Alberta economy was in a tailspin because the price of oil was in the dumper. Orange Crush Rachel was beaten by an ultra-conservative former federal cabinet minister by the name of Jason Kenney. He's a 52-year-old confirmed bachelor who lived in his mother's retirement home basement while he was a federal cabinet minister in the government of Stephen Harper. Living in your mama's basement as a confirmed bachelor cabinet minister, of course, creates much chatter from the chattering classes about sexual preference. In 2016, when he was leader of the opposition in Alberta, he took the position that parents should be informed by the school administration if their children join a gay-straight alliance club at school. Fellow Albertan, singer-songwriter Katie Lang tweeted at Kenny, Uh, you're gay, right? Ouch. Right-wing American conservatives, come, come, come to Alberta. You'll be happy in Alberta. It's the only right way you'll ever get gun control and free health care. Okay, let's move on to Saskatchewan before Jason Kenney's lawyers get here. See you next week.